This is, unquote, the least contentious peanut gallery in history. I'm Cooper Powers. Hey guys, welcome back to Unquote This Week. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get a guest this week, but that's okay. You're still going to hear my rants and ramblings about it. But you, yes you, with the earphones in and blaring this over your office loudspeakers, can prevent this in the future. If you've got an email, great. If you do the social media thing, even better. I'm on there too, and I'd love to interact with you sometime. If you want to be considered to be on the show, shoot me an email. That's unquotepodcast at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook at unquotepc. Oh, and another thing. Unquote is actually a part of a great family of podcasts run on the Rogue Intel Network. You can go to rogueintel.com and check out many other great podcasts like Now That I'm Older, Round Trip Podcast, and the Prime Podcast. Okay, housekeeping's done. Here's the episode. This week's quote, number 73 on AFI's top 100 movie quotes list, comes from what is considered to be the first real gangster film, Little Caesar, starring Edward G. Robinson, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., and Glenda Farrell. Based on W.R. Burnett's novel of the same name, the movie shows the ascension and decline of a man making it his mission to be on top of the world and the law's most wanted list. Our quote comes as the now defamed East Side gang leader Rico Bandello has just brushed shoulders with the law for the final time in the film. Determined not to die, yella, but in a gutter, nonetheless, Rico goes out in a blaze of glory. Hot lead doesn't care how far you've come from the small time, it cuts anyone down to size. Bleeding out underneath signage depicting his old friend's successes, he utters, Mother of mercy, is this the end of Rico? The year was 1931. The USA had just adopted a new national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner we know and love today. We still had a bit of a drinking problem, and it seemed everyone's pockets were still turned inside out. This movie was hanging tight under the romance of the gangster lifestyle, but, with equal measure, showed how swift justice in a crook's lifestyle would always have a bitter end, either behind bars or biting the bullet. But let's talk about one crook in particular, and that crook is Caesar Enrico Bandello, the star of the film. What's in a name, after all? Caesar Enrico Bandello's character follows a somewhat interesting parallel to the historical figure Gaius Julius Caesar, dictator of the Roman Empire. While Rico's humble beginnings as a gas station robbing hood certainly don't mirror the patrician rearing of Julius Caesar, it's both their tenacity and grit to succeed that garnered followers and brought their enemies to fear. In both cases, however, it is the same cohort conspiracy and ultimate betrayal that doomed both Caesars. Watching the movie, I feel like it has a very tight narrative structure. All three acts feel very clearly defined, so much so in fact as to be completely in service of the final line of the movie. After all, it's stated in a vignette in the movie itself, Rico's meteoric rise was only rivaled by his inevitable return to the gutter. So from a character's point of view, I think Rico was very much in shock at the state he had let himself slip into. Brought to bear for his crimes in the most miserable way, living in a flop house and certainly married to the bottle in his pocket, his last thoughts must have been how this couldn't have been his end. He was Caesar Bandello. Surely no copper was going to put a lily in his hand. Consider the look of complete shock on his face as his death rattle fades into the quiet of the night. Thanks for listening to Unquote this week. Musical considerations provided by bensound.com, high-quality intro and outro music, as well as the freemusicarchive.org. 
And as I mentioned before, check me out across all social media. See you next week on Unquote. Until then, I'm Cooper Powers, and keep the film rolling.